Hey everyone, Frosty here. If you're enjoying the shows and you have the means, consider helping us out on Patreon. Being a member not only helps out the show, but depending on the subscription tier, you'll automatically be sent out mugs, sweaters, and much more. A little bit goes a long way and helps keep the show running. All you have to do is go to the Patreon site and look up Mog Talk, or just click on the link in the description. Thanks! Welcome everybody to this episode of uh, Mog Talk Interviews, I suppose, uh, that we've been doing recently. We have a very special guest with us today, Amanda, who a lot of people might know as the Crystal Mommy currently as well. <laughs> uh Amanda. people love that some people hate that <laughs> i didn't Dude. come up with it i'm just rolling with it <laughs> you know what where did where did it come from did just someone just start saying it and you just ran with it you know what i think i actually saw it like because i only just started doing like twitter and discord and all of the normal amazing superior platforms <laughs> and i just had instagram for a long time and mm -hmm. not a lot of people are on Instagram for reasons I totally get. Hate it. I just, it's right. the worst. Yeah. Um, but people started like commenting on my pictures like, mom, mommy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? F <laughs> what the F? Yeah. Can I say um, curse yeah. words? Absolutely. Okay. This is, yeah, okay. it's perfectly fine. We, you know, as long as you're not like creating a South Park sentence, right? Or you're no, just no, trying no. to be real creative, but yeah, just no. naturally talk. Okay. Don't even worry. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I had no idea what was going on, and it. I don't even know how long it took me. At first, I was just like, "What's that? These are some weirdos." But that's the <laughs> internet. That's totally fine. And then yeah. I started to understand. Oh, like mommy, crystal mommy. Okay, this is obviously a Final Fantasy thing. And then yeah. like started googling and figuring out what that meant. And then I thought, like, wow. Okay, that's cute. Maybe it's a little weird, but I'm okay with weird. Like, that's fine. I don't have any children at the moment. I'm okay with a bunch yeah. of people on the internet being my children. Sure. <laughs> Let's go. You know, that is the, the wholesome way to look at it. I'm glad you're going there. <laughs> it is the wholesome way because I didn't realize there are also unwholesome versions of yeah. mommy. Um, yeah. he, this is my whole life story. Like, I think I'm an accidental Dejan. Part of me is like intentionally Dejan, but a lot of the mm -hmm. things that I say, I'm not thinking that way. And it's very obviously an innuendo and I don't get it until after I say it. If you are on mm -hmm. my streams at all, that mm -hmm. happens all the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that's pretty norm. I, I think yeah. right now. And the Final Fantasy 14 yeah. community is very very aware of the degen stuff out there so they'll let you know um yeah oh yeah they will <laughs> it's hard to keep up with the 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 kids these days right i'm gonna sound old here with all the new like words for things and sometimes you accidentally say a word and it just comes out as like really really suspicious but Oh. Yes, I have to Google things often because I'm like, I know this as this, but apparently there's five other meanings that don't mean anything close to what I thought it meant. <laughs> yeah. And then just like so many acronyms. Oh, yeah. I, I learned so many acronyms. I'm really proud of myself, honestly. I feel mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm getting with the time. Oh, you're becoming cool. hip. <laughs> New vocabulary. I'm yeah. super hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 
Uh, real quick, just in case anyone doesn't know who you are, you're. I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself. So they'll, sure. they'll be educated. Besides being Crystal Mommy. Yeah. And an accidentally degen streamer. Mm. Um, I'm Amanda Aiken. I sing some of the themes on Shadowbringers and Endwalker. Um, <clears throat> I sing Tomorrow and Tomorrow. There's a little bit in Footfalls that I do. Uh, I sing Flow. Um, and I've been doing FanFest performances and the Orzine Symphony performances. So I'm I'm the girl who sings high when you hear high things. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and you do a wonderful job at it. Uh, Thank you. I wasn't able to make the EU FanFest, but I was at NA's FanFest. Cool. Uh, I had my own little stage thing. It wasn't that big of a deal. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I really, okay, in Tokyo, I really want to make an effort to be in the actual event as much as I possibly can without it's... totally exhausting myself. Because <laughs> I'm usually like up in the green room, yeah. getting hair and makeup, which usually takes way too long. Doesn't need to take that long. I, I am so quick. Like, I know how to do things with my face. Makeup. <laughs> See? Okay. Look! No, no, you're good. You're doing good. <laughs> This just happens to me all the time, and someone's gonna be like, huh? Well, that's chat. <laughs> that's oh. a hilarious chat response. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, but yeah. I, I really want to make a priority to be watching things in FanFest, because there's so many fun things going on, and um, I'm just up there, like, drinking tea and trying to stay hydrated, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which that's... is important extremely important extremely important i mean uh if you lose your voice it <laughs> it's the worst thing that could really happen right things. yeah exactly yeah. um and so yeah my my fan fest experience i did some stuff with pvp commentary and stuff so it wasn't like doing an amazing rock concert with the primals and going out mm -hmm. there and having people i had there's a little cheering but it wasn't nowhere near level <laughs> that you, you guys had for the primals yeah, yeah. how much uh just I'm, we're we're going to go off on tangents like 50 times during this entire interview. Yeah. Um, how often did you go on stage before doing stuff with the Primals? And with Soken? Um, a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, I am a professional musician in LA and in yeah. other places. Um, I started performing, like, here's my life story condensed in two minutes. Okay. Um, I, I did like musical theater in high school and before that I sang in choir. So I've been on stage a lot, but professionally where I'm like getting paid to do things on stage. Um, like after I graduated university, I have my degree in music. Um, and so I guess, yeah, for the past 10 years, I've been doing different types of performances mm -hmm. um, in varying styles, sometimes um, staged and costumed and like opera type stuff, sometimes concert stuff, which is more like what you see me do with the Eorzean Symphony, that's a concert. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I I have never performed with a rock band before. <laughs> I have fronted a band. I have a jazz band called Citizen oh. Kitten. Nice. And we're actually playing a show uh, this Saturday if you're in Los Angeles. You should come. It's mm -hmm. free. Um, in Highland Park at the York at 8 p.m. There you go. Come see that. Um, but I learned how to like front a band and be a part of a band doing that, which is amazing because I had done largely a lot of classical stuff or like musical theater stuff or choir stuff. So mm -hmm. understanding what it's like to front a band, 
I learned over the course of several years, we had a residency, Citizen Kitten, um, on some Saturdays in Hollywood, we were playing gigs. And so I learned a lot from that. And mm-hmm. I just have kind of like varied background because I did study classically in school. But before that, I didn't sing classically at all. I didn't mm-hmm. even know how to really read music. I had a good ear and could follow along, but I didn't mm-hmm. like I couldn't read music really. So I did not know music theory and music theory kicked my freaking butt in school, man. It was so intense. I was like, I can't, I can't be a music major. This is crazy. I, I knew people who dropped out because of that. Like, oh, I, I stuck I, around. That, when I, my college experience was very unique and I did a lot of different things and I did try music theory and uh, I stopped going to those classes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's rough for me. Yeah, um, it's just a lot of like math yeah happening yeah. all the time and i don't i like other things that aren't math i appreciate math mm-hmm. i know that conceptually everything is math well <laughs> but i yeah. don't do the math <laughs> you don't want to think about it right you just want to no. do it yeah 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 be. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the math not figure out be the math, the math <laughs> not do the problems <laughs> yeah. That's Be the math you want to see in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, that being said, too, um, a lot of, you know, it's a very impressive background. I mean, I was talking to Husky and Alex McCullough, which I believe you met over in EU. They were on stage with you. Sure. Uh, I'm hanging with them. They are amazing people. Uh, and they're talking oh, yeah. about going on stage. And, you know, it's a, they didn't do anything like FanFest before. This was kind of a new thing oh. to them. Uh, but they did such a great job out there. Um, and it's, oh, a yeah. comp- but even with like almost no experience going out on stage, do you feel like it's kind of nerve wracking before you go on stage like every single time? Or is it, are you pretty much just comfortable with it now? It's interesting because I've been performing for so long. Um, every stage feels different. Every environment feels different. Sometimes I get nervous over things that I'm like, why the heck am I getting nervous? This is so weird. Like when I do stuff or I'm singing in a choir, which is pretty rare. I personally, I don't sing in a lot of choir professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole long thing I could get into <laughs> okay. that is very controversial in LA singing circles. Mm. Really? Is it really? I even like I made a, I made a kind of a controversial post on my Facebook today, and people are like, ah. "Oh no!" Oh my god, no! Um, it all has to do with singing with straight tone. Oh, it's a big controversy. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! If you don't know what straight tone is, it's when there's no vibrato. It's just like, Boo, as opposed to, Boo. right? I prefer the second one. I can do the first one. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't sing in choir because that's like asked of sopranos a lot but sometimes i do and if i'm singing in choir and i have to step out and give a solo i am so freaking nervous and it's just weird it's just because like you're changing from being a part of the ensemble to then becoming a soloist you have like an identity crisis in the process Mm -hmm. you know or i have been singing in that more like play nice Sing in soprano, be nice, don't stick out too much, uh, be <laughs> extremely in tune to like, here's me as a soloist. And it's two very different ways of singing. And again, mm-hmm. that's why I don't like to sing in choir, because I would just rather sing with like my full on voice and not have to play nice. 
Anyway. I feel like you do that for sure when you're on stage with uh, over in FanFest, right? Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like you you have a really great stage presence. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Poofy uh, dress helps. Or a super poofy dress in EU. Oh, yeah. It's, a big stage. it's such a big stage. I'm like, I'm just going to wear the poofiest dress I can find. And <laughs> I, I found it in London and it was also giving me like royal family vibes. So mm-hmm. I thought, what better place than London to wear the poofiest like princess dress ever? Mm-hmm. Um, so, step one, wear, wear a poofy dress if you, if you really want to fill out the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. With your presence. Two, have the presence. <laughs> Maybe those are Two easy things. Two easy things to do. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Um, um, but to, to circle back to the, the question you asked, um, yeah. specifically with FanFest, I, I was nervous for the piano concert in Vegas primarily because of how many freaking words there are in those songs that I memorized. I will try my very best when I'm doing professional solo gigs to be completely memorized. That's my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am much better at um, interpreting, at being in the story <clears throat> and not focused on like reading music. If, 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 if you give a good singer music and they have the music in front of them, Regardless of if they even have it memorized, they're going to stare at the music because it's in their hand. And right. it's going to take them out of the like experience of expressing this emotional story. There's no more acting, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. interpretation, I would rather call it. It's just like, okay, I'm going to be reading this music now because it's in my hand. So <laughs> for me, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. It's got to be in here. But Lord Almighty, those songs are wordy. And I learned several new ones. I learned In the Balance, Dedicated to Moonlight, and What Angel Wakes Me, I had performed a few years ago in a recording session, but I hadn't like memorized it. And all of the songs have a million billion words in them. So mm-hmm. I was really nervous for like getting everything right and remembering. In the second verse, actually, this word changes to that because they do that a lot. Thanks, Koji. Um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, but it's hard to memorize because it's just like subtle shifts. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was most nervous for. But being in front of the amount of people, mm-hmm. it's almost like for me, the more people there are, the more relaxed I am in response to it. I like. I feel like I'm more now for you who's on a screen in a different state than I am when I walk out on a stage of 15,000 people. I'm just like, Mm. chilling. You have to. Well, it feels like when you're on stage, like the crowd becomes an entity, right? It's just like this one big thing uh, that is making noise and it has its own unique sound when they cheer and everything, but it's, it's, it's an entity that you're working with. Exactly. It's not a, a, yeah. a one-on-one conversation. I do really well with one-on-one conversations because <laughs> that's what I do with yeah. podcasts and everything else. Yeah, you but, yeah. uh, you're but, right. Like, it, and you can't see distinguishing features because it's the lights just blinding you. Right. So it's like, there's an entity blob of lots of people there, but I don't know who they are, so whatever. And yeah. when you're performing, like... 
I, I'm not making eye contact with people. I'm not breaking the fourth wall when I'm singing to them. I'm looking just slightly over them and right. picturing this story in my head. You know, so it really is like everything's existing up here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really focused on the people who are in front of me. Obviously, I feel the energy and that's amazing, right. but it's like above. It's the only way to operate, right? Because uh, you yeah, couldn't, so couldn't when, try to focus when I, on... Yeah. When, when I have a conversation with you at a party and I'm staring above your head and I'm floating around in my world, <laughs> how I operate. That's fair. That's fair. You know, uh, I don't think I've asked this or I've, I've found this out yet. Uh, I, the first time, I'm going to be honest, the first time that I, I started to recognize who you were was a uh, podcast that I was asked to go on that you were a part of at the beginning. It was the French podcast. Uh, I'm trying to remember oh, yeah. the exact name. I think you were on there recently. Mm -hmm. um, and you were, you came on first and they started interviewing uh, a lot of us in the community as well afterwards. And then I was like, oh, you were on that. I was right in the very, we were just all hanging out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, then, yes, I don't know anybody at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, it was how long ago? That was like a, maybe a year ago or that so. Was, yeah, it was, um, I think it was like November or something because it was, yeah, which was a year ago. It was before, kind of right before I was getting ready to leave for Tokyo. Yeah. Or Symphony, yeah. Yeah, and cool. then I, I looked you up and I was like, back. holy crap, this is someone that's really important. I should probably be a little bit <laughs> shocked here, a little bit like nervous or something. <laughs> uh, no, you're chill. You're interview pro. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, then I, I learned a little bit more about you and I started seeing you pop up everywhere. And like you became like this whole staple of like the the music side of Final Fantasy 14. A lot of almost everyone recognizes you. Uh, at this point. Thanks. Well, uh, I, I did a lot of my own like PR after Vegas Fan Fest because again, like I said, I was pretty much only on Instagram, which is not a good way to connect with this community. Mm -hmm. Um or any community really, Instagram. Yeah. It's gone to shit. Yeah. Um we all know, we all know. Um mm -hmm. but so I was like, okay, there's a there's a community here and I felt how incredible it was in Tokyo and I and I really felt it in Vegas. I'm like, I gotta connect with these people. They're so cool. And there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> how do I do this? Twitter. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of started like making announcements on Twitter and people just kind of joined in who wanted to help mod for me when I was like, I'm gonna try the Twitch. <laughs> people are like, you're gonna need help. <laughs> yeah <laughs> with twitch <laughs> and it's... i have this amazing team of like mods and people who are um super supportive and the mm -hmm. community is just supportive in general so after fan fest i really made a concerted effort to um connect myself with the community and i think since then i've really felt like oh yeah i'm really i'm a part of this now in a way yeah. that i wasn't when i was just singing and just doing the recordings that came in. Now I'm right. like, no, let's hang out, guys. It's cool. Yeah, the Final Fantasy cool. 14 community is uh, kind of overwhelming sometimes in a good way, <laughs> right? Because mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. there's just so many people who uh, you start becoming in front of. Like, would you say, like, out of all of your projects, is Final Fantasy 14 the one that you're most recognized for right now? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm a celebrity in yeah. this world, and I can't say that about anything else that I do. Like, people don't 
care. <laughs> it's kind of sad. In LA, people are like, oh yeah. I mean, now they're starting to think I'm cool because they've seen what I've done with Final <laughs> Fantasy. So, you know, Final Fantasy is like, oh, you matter now. <laughs> well, you've done some cool stuff before. I mean, like you've done uh, multiple, uh, yeah. you know, theme songs. Uh, I don't know if you care about me bringing up like all that stuff too, but like Frozen 2, right? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, I put that in my bio and yes, I have sung on these films in the choir. So I haven't done anything that's like a solo bit where you would recognize me. Okay. I am on I'm, I am on the soundtracks and it just like looks cool in my bio. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I didn't like sing a solo in any of those. So you, you're not going to be like, there's Amanda. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have a daughter that's 20 months old, so I've seen Frozen 2 a handful of times. <laughs> yeah. So, right, any, right. any of the, like, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think, was that one only, that was an only female call, I believe. Mm. So I think anytime you're hearing any chorus in there, it's just ladies, like I'm going to be in all of those parts. And I, I haven't even seen it, so I don't <laughs> know fair. where I am. A lot of the movies that I've like, I haven't seen Mulan. I, mm -hmm. I sing in that somewhere. Right. Um, Birds of Prey, I had watched, um, but I like, yeah, I don't remember the, the the chorus parts are often just so quick, you know. But right. um, but that's the thing that you do in LA and and London and Budapest. These are kind of the places where session work for film, TV, commercial stuff happens. Mm -hmm. So that's a big like industry there are a lot mm. of singers and and musicians instrumentalists we're all musicians um want <laughs> to do and and it really used to be because <clears throat> residuals were amazing so la out of those other places in the world to do this it's the only place that has residuals because we have sag after although sag is struggling right now if you know anything about what's going on in la they've been on strike for a long time and yep. i don't know Anything is going to be figured out. Mm, yeah, it's a little rough. <laughs> Another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, residuals used to be amazing, like in the days of uh, Lord of the Rings and mm -hmm. um, Star Wars and all the stuff. Like people could live off of their residuals. So everyone wanted to be in the session world. Um, mm -hmm. The residuals I get nowadays are like, oh, here's um, <clears throat> a $4 and 23 cent check. <laughs> half of the taxes have been taken out of <laughs> Woo! yeah amazing <laughs> right so you would say like final fantasy 14 like those things even though those names are very recognizable and everything else final fantasy 14 is kind of what's pushing you up the most right now those were just kind of like little things to you now yeah in yeah. in like notability notoriety no not notoriety notoriety is when you pay someone notarize something notability words are coming out of my mouth i don't know what they mean <laughs> it's fine it's fine yeah i it, i'm i'm um recognized and there, there's some like clout that i have now that is crossing over into um people who know me in la who um like we're just like oh yeah amanda she she exists and now they're like oh she's like she sings in this video game and she's traveling around and doing these performances in other places that's cool so um yeah i mean it's i'm i feel like i'm i'm making it sound trivial right now and it's totally not <laughs> i i you know it's never 
I didn't grow up like thinking, oh my gosh, I want to sing on video games when I'm, mm -hmm. when I grow up, you know, I just was like, I want to be a singer. And I didn't know what that meant. I just knew that I liked to sing and mm -hmm. <laughs> like all of my twenties was just like existential crisis after existential crisis, normal, <laughs> figuring yeah. out what do I want to sing? What am mm -hmm. I good at? What can pay me? What? um is fun for me you know because there's obviously so many directions that you can go if you want to be a singer mm -hmm. you can be an opera singer which is what a lot of people do after they graduate school and have a voice degree there that's the track because that's kind of unless you go to a school that has like a commercial music program pretty much the only thing that exists that they tell you about is opera mm -hmm. <laughs> so everyone's like okay i'm gonna be an opera singer I was like, I'm going to be an opera singer. And I realized I just don't like opera very much. I don't really want to be an opera singer. I don't like singing it. I like to do a lot of different things. And so it took me about 10 years to understand like really what what I'm good at. And it, it took me a lot of understanding what I didn't like to clear the path for what I did like. Um, like I said, I don't do a lot of choral gigs in LA, which is actually for singers in LA, the industry is mostly choral stuff hmm. because you have a lot of these sessions on film score that is a chorus and, and they'll have soloists, you know, pop out. But like there's the master chorale in LA, which is phenomenal chorus, like probably the best chorus in the States, if not one of the best choruses in the world. They're really incredible. Um, So you have this pinnacle of oral music in LA and there's a bunch of amazing singers who sing in choruses so there's a lot of other smaller choruses that are also really incredible and I'm just like mm, I don't really enjoy singing in choir I guess I'm not gonna do most of the work <laughs> that exists in LA which yeah. is like stressful and scary and and hard to understand where do I belong if I'm not doing this work, does that mean that I shouldn't be a professional singer? I really had to dig deep and stay true to what I felt was right for me, even when that path wasn't clear or laid out. Um, because my path is extremely divergent from what the majority of professional singers are doing in LA. Um, I'm like going out on a major limb here and not taking a lot of work and supplementing myself with other forms of work that isn't like choral singing, you know, um, just because I feel like I don't belong there. I belong somewhere else that I don't know what that is. And then like Sokin came along and everything just kind of felt so right mm -hmm. and lined up with my unique abilities all the places that I didn't belong here, I felt like I belonged um, with Sokin with the music because he has a varied background, as do I. And and we both kind of like, un I feel like we get each other, <laughs> you know? That's awesome, yeah. And so for, for a long time, for the last several years, because I was doing a lot of work during COVID, you know, all I knew was Sokin and the music. And then... I started digging into Final Fantasy XIV, and then I started understanding the community and the people, and I'm like, oh, 
not only am I finding myself with the music, but I'm finding myself with this community too. And that just is like, I mean, I have, like, I literally have goosebumps. You can't see it because it's going to oh. be blown out. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it, it to Crazy. me, it's really a testament of you just got to stick to your own truth, even if you don't know exactly what that is yet. You have to trust that, like, your intuition will lead you to the right place because it did for me and, and this was never anything that i would have imagined for myself and i'm just so like grateful and and also i know that i like i earned being here i'm grateful and i worked for it and i stuck true to myself and it all is just like lining up and so 100 you deserve to be here i mean it's obvious the community has Thanks. a wonderful reception for you uh, like I, I'll reiterate, I, I only do what I do because of the Final Fantasy 14 community. If they weren't here, I wouldn't be, of course, doing a podcast. I wouldn't be doing yeah. stage events. I wouldn't be doing anything, uh, at all. Uh, the, I don't know how it just formed, but over the years, and I've been part of this community since 2015, I think. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. been a, a long, Amazing. long time. Wow. Uh, but Almost 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, time flies. I went to the uh, the first fan fest in 2014, which made me start doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, and mm -hmm. I saw Soken yeah. come up, and it was the first time the Primals played on stage, and they just killed it. And you, you think, you know, it's it's silly, right? Video game music, rock band, okay, it'll be cheesy or something, but man, it everyone there went because they love this game and they start hearing these soundtracks to these things that they've become attached to in some way playing this game and just being turned up to like a thousand uh and done so amazingly because Sokin's a genius yeah <laughs> absolutely um and it gave me so much energy to move forward uh and do everything that i'm doing like i'm doing this because i enjoy doing it um and i just kind of follow this path for a while and it's leading me in an okay direction thus far yeah um and you just got um partner plus didn't you oh yeah I just got partner plus. amazing it's a nice little thing right we get a little yeah. bit more a little bit more yeah. money from twitch that's I mean, good like, let's be realistic if if this is something that is supporting you you want it to make sense for you financially and that's a yeah. big deal to get partner plus so that's gonna support you even more in doing this yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was huge so i got it i got the next year should be a little bit better and i feel better overall and not as like you know everyone's taking all the money and everything <laughs> right feels a little bit better uh yeah so uh, that's you. amazing you heard about <laughs> I think I, yeah, I think I saw it on your Twitter or something. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. You know, uh, I mean, it could be Arthur's, you know, I've known him since uh, back in the day when he started first streaming, but you've been working with him actually a lot too, right? I mean, he's been like a mod for you. Yes, he's been modding for me, which is amazing. He was just like super stoked and he's just such a fun personality to have in chat. But we've been teasing having Japanese lessons for mm -hmm. months, like basically since I started streaming and just like couldn't figure out a schedule. And as soon as I get like a setup going on in here and can dedicate, like I'm actually gonna not do gigs in LA and stream instead. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wild because um, I mean, like, yeah, like total transparency, like it's paying me 
as much, if not sometimes more than some of the, the like grindy <laughs> gigs that I have to do in LA. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to say like no to some of these gigs and just make a schedule, which is huge. It's huge. It's huge for me. It's huge for you. It's amazing that we can support ourselves doing yeah. this. And it is like the community, you know, we're all doing this together. So the support from the community is amazing. Yeah. But I am going to start doing Japanese lessons with Arthur's as soon as I <laughs> get my schedule and my whole like setup figured out, which is going to be fun. But he's so cool. And we yeah. met in EU FanFest. And I met a bunch of people uh, in EU FanFest. Ponto kind of orchestrated mm -hmm. a meetup. And I was able to um, go the day before FanFest started. I met a bunch of people. So mm -hmm. fun. And then, um, like... There's there's no there's no ego. There's there's no egos. Oh. I've been around personalities and talent and people before who are just like, oh, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to be in the same room with you. I don't want to network with you. Like, mm -hmm. this no. is a total opposite with <laughs> fourteen. Yeah. It oh is. Oh my gosh, everyone at fourteen is just like so chill and so and the, cool. The main reason I brought it up is because like uh, you know Arthur's and I like talk on Twitter all the time and everything, so it's easy to some of those. Some of my tweets make them your way or go as soon yeah. as you start getting in that community you start seeing everybody's in tweets from the community yeah. everyone are uh that puts anything out there um, yeah yeah arthur's so supportive on twitter he's always like posting things about me on twitter too I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like my biggest cheerleader <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's really cool i've known him for quite a while and he has like a couple of kids he's like <laughs> living in singapore he speaks like three different languages uh he's uh just overall a, a fun person as well um mm -hmm. but yeah no like i i think when you get into the final fantasy 14 community you'll start recognizing some of these people they they all just want to be friends with every everyone wants to be friends with each other and fan fest are very unique because uh mm. you know being a final fantasy 14 content creator you don't get recognized you don't do anything like you you, you go out in the world it's it's normal but as soon as you go to fan fest you're like a celebrity <laughs> the entire time yeah. and so that was like those events are the only time where they actually feel this overwhelming energy in person from everyone um mm -hmm. i'm sure you probably feel that a good bit if you like walk around at all you'll see people yeah oh yeah i mean like i don't get noticed on the street in LA. No, again, like it's it's in this world, you know. So I, I love going to FanFest and like Am I famous? <laughs> I feel really famous. <laughs> this is cool. But then I look around and I see all of the content creators are also famous. And it's just like so cool to share this with all of you guys and people. And it's uh yeah, just the support. It's amazing. Yeah. And it adds so much energy, right? To like keep moving forward uh, mm -hmm. and pushing in that community and everything. And so again, you're, you're doing Twitch stuff. Uh, mm. have, I don't I don't know if this is like an easy thing for you to talk about video game wise, your experience and past and everything with it, because you're getting into Final Fantasy 14 now, right? My OK, my my <laughs> past experience with video games is um, was like in 1998 with Nintendo 64. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. Donkey Kong oh, Racing, one of my favorites yeah. on the. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. And I just got an emulator and I started playing all these games again. I, I actually did one retro stream on Twitch once 
mm-hmm. and like my bit rate was really off and it was i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> it was really blurry um right. i'm still figuring that out and 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 then it's also like every single time you stream something else goes wrong yep. why what is that there's so what many pieces to it <laughs> so many pieces i'm like i had all these settings they were working last time and this time it's like mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So, last video game was, yeah, Nintendo 64, Glover, Banjo, Kazooie, Star Fox, oh, yeah. GoldenEye, um, Diddy Kong Racing, <laughs> Mario Party. Right. Um, and I played like PC games too. I had this Nancy Drew PC game that was so fun and like kind of spooky. Um, and, uh, what uh oregon trail <laughs> oregon trail really <laughs> yeah back in the day i yeah. played yeah like other well-known pc games basically that was the last time that i played game <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair so, like i uh when i start talking yeah. about games uh and i start getting into the older games and everything i start dating myself and uh, <laughs> i get yeah. outed every once in a while yeah, um, I'm 32. 32. <laughs> I don't mind sharing okay. my age. Like, I'm 36. <laughs> yeah, so we were playing some of the same games. <laughs> yeah, we were playing some of the same yeah. ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, N64, huge, huge back in gaming. I mean, it, it revolutionized a lot of games. Uh, but that okay, that's interesting. But MMO wise, is Final Fantasy 14 the first game that you've played in that genre? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. It's yeah. like, wow, we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. You're there's, in this virtual world, right? Things. A lot of people yeah. hanging out right now. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd always seen MMOs and knew they existed and just pictured like sweaty dudes with headsets on like That's at true. 3 a.m. Yeah. on like Call of Duty or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> never thought I would be doing that. Right. To be fair, sometimes I do get sweaty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, sometimes it's 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love sleeping though. I haven't gotten to the point where no, there was one <clears throat> there was one night where I was playing until 3 a.m. in Paris. It was a stream. And it was because I was trying to get some um <clears throat> what is it called? A seasonal quest? It was the Phoenix Mount. Oh yeah, yes. There it could be seasonal mount. It depends. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to remember which one that was. It was uh, like a month ago. It's okay. like a monthly quest, isn't it? Because some people were popping into my DMs recently. They're like, "There's a new quest. Did you know?" I'm like, "I have rehearsals every yeah, day." Yeah, it's a pot. There's too much. <laughs> there's so much happening in my life right now. Like, I haven't even. Yeah. I can't even fathom playing, but I really want to. It's not that I don't want to. I'm just right. like, I have to set this in my schedule <laughs> to yeah. do it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there, that that was the only time I was up at 3 a.m playing and i was like literally i I felt i looked so tired on the stream like yeah cutscene oh my god this cutscene's like 20 minutes long okay we got this i experienced some pretty bad uh jet lag when i went to paris and and i did the stuff in 2019 with fanfest and uh i didn't sleep like at all traveling just kills me like my i can't Mm. ever get my sleep schedule right um well, if you're not in a place for long enough, like a lot of people will travel and be there for a week or less. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way yeah. you have to be somewhere for. What do they say? It's um, like a day for every hour of difference in time zone that mm-hmm. it takes to acclimate. So, 
for me, it was eight, eight hours, nine hours of difference from like LA to Europe. So mm -hmm. eight or nine days, more than a week. Yeah. Uh, I like, I just a few days ago started feeling like I was somewhat normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to feel like a normal human being. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, you know, I, I didn't ask you this. Uh, how did how did the origin story of you getting to work with Final Fantasy fourteen happen? Like that's you said you start working with Soken. Uh, how did that whole thing evolve? Yeah, sorry, I keep like I have a really itchy tag. <laughs> it's okay. If you want to pull it off, it's I okay. I don't care. Rip it out. Can I? Okay. Ugh. Did you get it? Got it. <laughs> Perfect. Now I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Great. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> 2018. Um, uh, two two shows came through LA. One was Aerosmith Symphony, and one mm. was um, a Miyazaki Joki Saishi concert. Mm. Um, and that's like the other really cool thing that I've done recently. Um, both concerts, I was hired as a soloist by a director in LA, who was one of the only directors in LA, he has a, a chorus, who holds auditions for soloists. It's like actually really hard to find mm -hmm. solo auditions in LA because a lot of it is like you sing in a chorus and then someone, because you're in this chorus, will then hire you as a soloist. So mm. again, just this like strange, very like chorus centered industry in LA. Um, but this, this director had auditions. I auditioned like back in 2015 and he started using me for stuff for his chorus stuff. Like I did Carmina Burana, which I would love to be doing. Oh, it's <laughs> such a cool piece. If you don't know that piece, mm -hmm. um, you probably recognize like the main theme from Carmina Burana, which is called O Fortuna. And it's been used in a lot of, um, <clears throat> commercials and stuff. It's like, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Boom, boom. Oh, oh, bang, 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 we it doesn't like get, high notes. Yeah. And you do really okay. great high notes. And so the mic just, you got to get like a special mic for it. I do. This is, I do have proper mics for singing. This I bought for traveling. It's a road. What is it? This dude, NT. NT, USB. It's a USB mic. Not oh, okay. ideal for singing. Good right. for speaking most yeah. of the time. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a part of my professional streamer setup is I'm going to have my actual like microphones <laughs> that I can sing on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Carmina Burana, yeah, just yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. listen, listen to that music all the way through. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I did that kind of stuff with, with this director. I did a Mozart's Requiem with him. I did a Poulenc Gloria, another amazing piece of music for those nerds who wonder like what other things I sing, who know that mm -hmm. repertoire, those kinds of things. Right. Um, anyway, he was contracting the choir and the soloist when these two shows came through. I don't know how they got his info, but you never know in this mm -hmm. industry who gets involved or what, but it was him. 
and I got hired. Yay. And um, I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, Sokin wanted to keep working with me. And Joki Saishi also wanted to keep working with me. And I did, um, I did two um, concert tours with him last year when like his first shows back after the pandemic one was at the seattle symphony one was in radio city concert hall in new york and that was amazing i got to do the princess mononoke theme song Whoa. theme ponyo from my neighbor totoro and those were just incredible incredible concerts incredible to work with him he's so marvelous mm -hmm. his daughter was the other soloist she's sweet and amazing and super wonderful to sing with um <clears throat> So that was a good year for me, <laughs> but there was a moment backstage with Sokin where I was like, okay, I like his music. What, what do I do? Okay. I guess I actually had business cards. I don't anymore. People don't really use them in LA or America really that much, but <laughs> unbeknownst to me at the time, business cards are huge in Japan. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I gave him my business card was like sealed the deal you know and he gave me his business card and then he like emailed me less than a year later and was like hey do you want to sing a theme here's it ended up being tomorrow and tomorrow i didn't have that title then but um mm -hmm. that's how that got started and okay. um yeah i i was like i had just come back from a festival in costa rica <laughs> <laughs> And like the next day I arrived, I had a rehearsal for this other really cool project I did. Um, that was just such a good year for me, man. I was doing so many cool things. Mm -hmm. um, the other project that I had a rehearsal for before I went in and recorded Tomorrow and Tomorrow was for um, Good Omens that was written by Neil Gaiman. And in that process, I actually got to like meet and work with Neil Gaiman. And now Neil Gaiman and I are like, friends which best is friends. cool best of friends right yeah we're like friends <laughs> yeah. so that's me name dropping that was me doing all of the name good dropping job. that i could so <laughs> we're done we're done name dropping now <laughs> no no it's good it's good uh and so that's amazing it sounds like like literally like you're on the incline here uh and i'm guessing you're going to be working on a lot of projects in the future but nda right Maybe you can't share it's all. Always of it. NDA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be really careful what I say about Final Fantasy because they're like, Amanda, <laughs> you said this thing wrong on Twitter, and now there's a whole group of people on Reddit who think that this is what's happening. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It could be kind of scary. It could be kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's amazing, and. Since then, I mean, you're, you're working with, start working with Sokin and everything and getting to know him. Uh, everyone says he's like, and I've personally seen it behind stage too, uh, he's just full of energy and this whole positive force and everything. Are people normally like that in this industry or is he just like, you know, kind of special in that way? He's a, a shiny, unique, snowflake star human. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know where he gets his energy from. Truly, because FanFest is exhausting. And yeah. I was like, how do you how do you do this? It's wild. But he conserves, you know, like when when we're working and we're backstage, like me too, we have to conserve our energy. But he still is just super like honest but positive. When when there's something that he doesn't like, like mm -hmm. I I can tell now when there's something that he doesn't like. Mm -hmm. Um 
But when there's something that he does like, like you know it and, and he's good. And it's actually, it's really cool because um, in Japanese culture, um, oftentimes people will like subdue their um, negative feelings when they don't like something mm -hmm. and not really tell you to your face. Mm -hmm. Sulkin is a breath of fresh air because he's honest. And if he doesn't like something, he'll let you know, which is not really like typical. Mm -hmm. um in that industry and and this is actually now like i'm not just saying this like koji has also told me this he's like you know mm -hmm. this is the culture this is what the right, culture right, is right. like token is honest but like chill and positive and um just super like fun and easy to work with and mm -hmm. and then he certainly turns up this like goofiness on stage um which is a part of him innately but like he knows how to right do this the presence <laughs> on stage which is amazing yeah yeah oh is it so do you find it like difficult working with their team at all due to like language barriers or anything else or is, is it fairly comfortable no it's super easy it's super easy my contact at square um she has lived in new york and in japan so she's like super on it um and she's the one that i'm usually con communicating with um when i'm mm -hmm. doing stuff with with the team and then when i'm with the team in person um sometimes there will be like if there needs to be very detailed conversations um I'll have someone there who is like really able to interpret. Um, but if it's like basic stuff, me and Sokin can communicate fine. I don't talk to Yoshi all that much, but when I do, also like basic things are fine. Like they speak English, yeah. which is more than I can say. I really want to start learning some Japanese. Um, but if you're getting into nitty gritty thesaurus adjectives, mm -hmm. <laughs> going to be a little more challenging or if you're talking really fast <laughs> with a lot of detail right you know you just kind of gotta like simplify what you're saying and it's totally fine i've had a handful of uh interviews with yoshida and uh it's funny when you're you're like asking him a question there's always a translator there uh, but mm -hmm. he's registering everything you're saying mm -hmm. and then the translator will start reading that back out to you but I've started to maybe learn or make an assumption that when I'm saying it, he's processing his response as someone's explaining it to him because he already knows kind of what you're asking, right? He might need a couple of details there, but he's more of thinking about what is the right answer to this. And it gives him like this little cushion of time because he doesn't 100% need it. It just makes it nice to have that uh, interpreter over there. That's the vibe yeah, I get exactly. every time. Yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah. You You probably have a lot more experience speaking with him in particular in depth than I do but yeah and that's feedback that I've gotten from Koji too because Koji will interpret for them on stage which he doesn't prefer doing he told me because <laughs> interpretation is its own like live interpretation this is a very specific skill set you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and and there is a dynamic like you said where it's not it's not necessarily like that they're getting a, a word for word um interpretation but it's like a feeling and then that person needs to figure out how do they express um a particular emotion that's also going to translate well like there's there's a lot going on there <laughs> yeah yeah like uh husky was telling me or i think it was actually alex was telling me 
they were joking around with Soken back and forth. Uh, and the translator was kind of working with them back and forth as well. And just doing it so quick. And like, joking is very difficult to do yeah. <laughs> between different yeah. languages. Uh, yes. They have some really good interpreters uh, yeah. that just make it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And it, it has to be like... Uh, a whole different experience going through and doing all this stuff in like Japan now and everything. I'm I'm guessing you weren't visualizing or visualizing that originally, right? When you went into singing, like you're talking just, about, like you just made up the best word. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I do that sometimes. No, I love making up words. I there's actually someone like some brilliant person like I don't know, Alan Watts or someone who's like, if you're not making up words, you're not like evolving. <laughs> so. <laughs> I in, evolve in all the time then. Yeah. yeah. In visualizing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, I cut you off. You were saying you no. weren't imagining being in Tokyo, I think. Yeah, in Tokyo doing this type yeah. of work and everything else. And now you're kind of over here, uh, you know, doing that. And it seems to be like the main, the core of your work right now is going to be working with them. Uh, well, right now, <laughs> that could change later, of course, too. Um, but do you feel fairly comfortable in this role and like moving forward with them and doing everything? Like, do you see yourself still working in the video game in industry, working and trying to do uh, different theme songs and everything for different video games? I would love to. I would love to um, become more of a like talent in the video game world. Um, I I fear that I could be like pigeonholed is kind of a negative connotation but um seen as like the final fantasy 14 or like the the square enix singer you know mm -hmm. and um i i want that title for myself don't get me wrong <laughs> and i would like to be a part of other projects as well um just because i think variety is amazing and cool and i will be crystal mommy until i die <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd like to do some other stuff and right. i think a, i think a good um way because i i talked to jason charles miller and i yeah. were, were, were buds we're like buddies now we're homies mm -hmm. mates <laughs> so many different <laughs> ways to say it i love it and you're yeah. in the uk it's mates mm -hmm. um and you know obviously he does voice acting and that's something that i have always kind of in my sphere thought about but i've never really tried to go down that route and i i want to i want to because i think that that would bring me into the video game world and industry even more as a voice as a talent that has a voice that can do voice acting and singing and i just think that'd be super cool so yeah it's it's one of those things that's like this is evolving and becoming um this world for me that i never imagined for myself because I didn't know what I liked and what I was good at when I was in my 20s. And I'm constantly evolving and growing um, as a person. Here's some science. Want some science? Sure, okay. yeah. Every 28 days, your, um, like the, the superficial layer of your skin, at least on your face, regenerates. So every 28 days, you have new dermis, epidermis, one of those. Every... Yeah seven years you have completely new cells in your body you have you are cellularly a mm. completely new person so um <laughs> basically 
you're constantly evolving. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm evolving sometimes as quickly as my skin <laughs> is evolving. <laughs> with what I'm doing with my life and who I am and um, what my interests are. So yeah, I definitely see myself evolving more into being a, a video game person. <laughs> the, the video game mommy, right? Yeah. Video game mommy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and the main reason I was thinking about that is because of Jason Charles Miller. Uh, you know, I, I listened to a lot of rock back in the 90s, and so his name was around. And he's mm -hmm. turned into, like, this whole, like, super video game presence <laughs> as, a, yeah. as a musician and as a voice actor. Um, and uh, I every time I hear a story about Jason, it's some incredible story that just seems unreal, right? He's uh, amazing. Have you interviewed him? I haven't yet. Well, I we'll sent him a message. Him. Yeah, 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 we did. Okay. I, I shot I'll, a message. I'll ping him too. He's on sure. tour right now. He just went on tour, but I'm sure he would love to. That's the scary part, yeah. right? Like when I reach out, I'm like, they're probably <laughs> in the middle of a lot of things right now. I don't yeah. want to bug him too much. Uh, I did send him a message uh, and he, he gave me a small ping back. I need to start up that conversation and get it going. But that's right before FanFest and everything. And I didn't want to go too crazy yeah. but when does he come back i think he's back in like the beginning of december mm. so seeing him then i mean people like me and jason i'm speaking i'm speaking for jason right now too because <laughs> i feel like i i know i get i okay, can know okay. him now like yeah. it's helpful to be uh remember to be reminded <laughs> right remind us because yeah, we want yeah. to we get there's so many things going on of course so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll reach out to him. He's, he's um, like you were saying, you know, and he's really inspiring to me. And I love chatting to him and learning more and more about his story. Um, because truly, as any sort of creative person, as an artist, um, these days, it's really valuable to be versatile. And you're just able to um, make more money for yourself. But you're able to make more money for yourself in... Um, lanes and niches that you actually enjoy instead of just like doing one thing until you die even if you get burnt out and even if like your skin evolves and you become something else <laughs> but you're doing this thing because that's the thing <laughs> like, we're always changing you know and I, I feel fortunate that like I'm able to change with myself with my own personal growth um and I, I want to keep doing that and so he's done that so much and so well and he's so good at so many things um that i'm like taking notes i'm like how can i be more like jcm <laughs> <laughs> right I want to be JCM when i grow up <laughs> yeah he's he's been around for a while and just like he's always feeding people positive energy from what i hear uh, oh, yeah. as well and so uh i i look forward to talking to him a bit yeah. a huge story like history about like everything that he's like you said he's evolved multiple times yeah. right yeah uh and so and how he just kind of ended up with final fantasy 14 as well all right it's this huge community mm -hmm. now all supporting him too but he has a lot of video game <laughs> communities he's been a part a lot of, of credits yeah yeah <laughs> exactly uh, but i mean he even says that because he knows more than i the gaming world and the the communities that are respective to those games and he will hands down tell you right away that final fantasy 14 is the best <laughs> out oh, of really? all of them 
oh yeah <laughs> so and he's not just blowing smoke like that's right. real <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's so strange. Like, I feel like uh, you, you can go to other MMOs, you can go to other game communities, everything else, but you don't really feel that same energy support that you do from the Final Fantasy XIV community, at least from what I hear from speaking to different people. Uh, yeah, uh, I, would, from... I would boil it down to, like, su support, how supportive it is. Um, because I think there's a lot of, like, excitement and shared interests and even positivity in other communities, but, like, the support support that mm -hmm. comes with 14 is unparalleled right I, I, no yeah and uh that's i don't know they just want i think they want they love this this world this game this mm -hmm. they came to love yoshida they came to love everything about it the story behind it it's built up this whole just positive force within the gaming industry as well that usually has a lot of negative stuff behind it but this one is mostly purely positive and they want it to succeed. So any part that brings in someone new, anything that comes in uh, where it's like exciting for them, they want to push it forward. They want to see it succeed more. Yeah. Uh, and so cool. it's that it's crazy. That, yeah. <laughs> mm, but yeah, I mean, now you're here. Now you're part of it. Now you're streaming it sometimes. You're streaming some other stuff. Uh, you got all these cool people who are helping you out. Like I, I look I, like when I joined your Discord the other day, I was going through. And I was like, I know nearly every single person who's a mod in your Discord. <laughs> I got I the A team of mods. Let me tell you, and I'm so glad because I, had, I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot to learn. No, the Twitch and the Discord. <laughs> yeah. It, it can and get scary too. Like. If, yeah. I remember what is the story like Jack Black he made a discord because his son wanted him to make oh, a discord cool. or something one day he's like all right I'll just make it and so he just made it and it just got destroyed with random people doing horrible stuff just oh. saying everything and he had to get people to come in and curate it and everything it just kind of mm -hmm. the the more popular you are the more mm -hmm. risk you have oh. until it, like you can kind of get it condensed into a, a, a safe spot that's not going to be yes. completely taken right. advantage of. And and they have had harder days than other days, let me tell you, where they had to be, like, on it, like, just, mm -hmm. like, hawks, like, different things, you know? But generally, I would say, and I've heard this from some of my mods, too, that for a personality like me, mm -hmm. my community is actually pretty respectful and pretty chill. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, like, why, how, why? I think I try to be pretty chill person to begin with and i think my mods are super on it and mm -hmm. like we just kind of have this vibe of like let's not be assholes let's not be too weird with some weird is good but yeah. let's not be too weird <laughs> let's <Yeah>. just like <laughs> maintain some sanity <laughs> yeah you can't get rid of the weird when you're with the internet it's it's just there Right. It's really there on Reddit. Man, Reddit is where all the weirdos hang out. <laughs> Why? Reddit's useful, but it's so like, what the? Yeah. Oh my god. We can't. Open form of just some crazy stuff. Um, There's some craziness in there. Twitter yeah. can get weird too. I mean, any kind of like spot like yeah. that can kind of get weird every once yeah. in a while, but there's a lot of yeah. good with it. You're just always going to have like yeah. this layer of just. Uh... Like, huh? Okay, yeah. just ignore that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it just 
you get more and more of it as like more people come and follow you and uh, become part of those communities, or at least in typing distance. <laughs> right? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> when they can start typing at you in some way. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's uh, really cool because I think out of a lot of the people who've worked on Final Fantasy 14 pro uh, projects with us, like artists and everything else, I think you probably have been the most like, I don't know if aggressive is the right word, but like, uh, like active in working with the community yeah. and reaching out to the community and being a part of the community, whether it's with Twitch or Discord or whichever, but just being there and accessible, which is uh, just insane to think about because to you, I mean, not to you, to them, they see you, uh, and they're like, holy crap, this amazing singer out there. So like, I just awestruck, right? And then they're like, I can talk to her? You can hang out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. It, it, there is this like situation to where when you see someone on stage like yourself, it, it, you, you're like this distant person that's just not able to be reached, right? Uh, but then you start breaking those barriers down. Like for example, I, I talked to Husky and Alex about this last week too. Uh, Herman Lee from Dragon Force, uh, mm. who is an, an amazing cool. guitarist, uh, just yeah. started up Twitch the, like a handful of years ago. And I was like, man, I listened to this guy in my car when I was driving around, played Guitar Hero and played those songs. And I was like, this guy's a really like top notch, like king of the world, rock star kind of person uh, in my head. But then they start Twitch, there's like a few hundred people watching them or so, something. And I'm like, let me just try typing a question. And it type, and he responds. I'm like, that doesn't seem real, right? You create this barrier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. I, I, I mean, it's all new to me too. And I guess the first thing I'd have to say is like, I am just a normal person. Like most people that you <laughs> see on stage and think are like, oh, like, if we're cool, we're cool and we're people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like I I want to I want to hang out for all the reasons we've been talking about how amazing this community is. Like, yeah, I want to talk to you guys cuz otherwise I'm just like doom scrolling and oh. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I don't want to doom scroll. I want to talk to people. <laughs> it does feel I want to be friends with people. <laughs> but then Yeah. Twitch is just blowing my mind like twitch and discord are like how have i gone this long without not being a part of these platforms they're incredible mm -hmm. and and twitch is incredible because you are able to hang out with any number of people from in varying degrees of like celebrity status mm -hmm. who just want to like it's like we're all in my living room. Like, we're literally in my living room right now. If you guys right. were here, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd probably still have the lights going on and be, mm -hmm. like, making a lot of stupid dad jokes or something, you know? <laughs> and, like, I want to do that with people and interact. And it's so cool because you used to just have the TV and you'd see the people that are celebrities on the TV and you, you can't interact with them. So that really does distance them even more mm -hmm. in your mind, you know? And now it's like a TV show where I can respond directly to you. And I've been in chat of people that I think are cool. And I'm like, I was in Jason's <laughs> the other day and I'm like, oh my God, he's talking to me. <laughs> I talk to this guy all the time, but it's right. really exciting on Twitter. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so like excited to be able to. I mean, I I did it. I took the step. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself for wanting to connect because I started noticing a couple years ago. I'm like, there's a whole <clears throat> there's a whole world out there. Final Fantasy people, 14 mm-hmm. people who exist and i want to be a part of that and i don't know how and i thought that i had to like make a bunch of youtube videos and for whatever reason youtube has not been my like content form of choice and maybe it will happen at some point but it's just it it does it just doesn't feel like that's not my thing you know and so i was like well i'm never gonna be like making these videos and like people aren't gonna come to me for youtube and see all these videos so like how do i do it it's not gonna be instagram instagram's stupid like (laughs) and then and then i made my twitter in december last year in tokyo because i saw that everyone was on twitter Mm-hmm. And then so I just kind of started like being more active on there. And then it wasn't until I was like, you know what? This is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to be. I have to stream myself playing Final Fantasy 14. That's how it's going to work. And mm-hmm. when I made the announcement on Twitter, hey, I'm going to make a Twitch. And people were like, Shh, let's make this happen. And then Discord happened. And then it's just been like, okay, I'm actually in this community now. And I'm just so, I'm so stoked. It's yeah. fun. And I can't, I can't wait to like, stream more regularly <laughs> have you how far have you got in final fantasy 14 so far not very it's far. laughable no <laughs> i'm i'm level 18 in a realm reborn okay 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 so i will let you know and this is the best term that i've found for it and it could seem slightly offensive but there's emotional vampires <laughs> in okay, no, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah uh yeah. and what you do is in your stream title put sprout and then you can put the crystal mommy thing, right? Yeah. And then there, everyone will watch to see how you react to the scenes and the cut scenes and everything else. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people who've played this game are so invested in the story and the world building yeah. and everything else. They can't relive it themselves, but they can relive it through you. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Sprout. Sprout. Crystal mommy is Sprout. First time, first time, first yeah. times, uh, MSQ, main story quest, right? Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been putting that in there because I know what yeah. that means and that's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people will just want to see how you respond to yeah. the different bits and pieces and they want you to, you know, react to it in the way that they felt they reacted to it. Or yeah. And cool. you got about 500 hours of that worth of content. So you got a, you got a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah, a decent amount. And I'm I'm also like trying to be very active with the chat too. So it just takes so long, yeah. which is why I'm like, whoo. And from from what I've heard from everybody, ARR is just super grindy. It's just Can't a be. lot. There's a lot of world building, <laughs> a lot of world yeah. building. And so yeah. uh, a lot of it, you'll start seeing words, thanks to Koji, uh, that you're just <laughs> like, I have no clue what this means. Uh, I need a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. You just start piecing it together slowly. Yeah. Um, it's a lot better than what it used to be, but it's still long. Mm-hmm. It's still long. long. You'll start getting these cutscenes that say, make sure you have ample amount of time to watch all of these. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get it, longer. They get very <laughs> long. Uh, but it's, 
you know, it's worth it. And the community's having a fun yeah, time watching it. you go through it. And again, there are situations where you're, if you're doing stuff on Twitch, you can financially be okay watching cutscenes in Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Uh, so. Great. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, the longer the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's... We've been chatting already for like an hour and 15 minutes here, so... <laughs> Uh, cool. This has been a, an awesome conversation with you. I'm glad I got to yeah. meet you finally. When yeah, when I was too. at NA Fan Fest, I saw you and I was like, I'm just going to let her be, do her thing. I'm not going to go bother her or anything else because I. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like I, I try not to bother Yoshi. I try not to bother anyone else because I know how hectic and crazy the event overall is. Mm. Uh, but it was fun to be able to pull you in and have a conversation with you finally. Uh, yeah, I, on the podcast way back in the day, didn't really get to have a good conversation. I was like, ah, I need to I need to fix that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you reached out. This is super fun, and yeah, yeah we can like do a follow up sometime. Yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. to. Uh, well, we could I feel like we could talk for a while. So we could. I that's that's my <laughs> <Tangentially>. problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I could I could have I used to have six hour shows, right? Because wow. like we would just sit there, we'll just talk, and we'll just go in the crazy. Have the energy for that. I I like poop out after three. Man, you have yeah. to figure it out. I don't know what it is. I just it, it's so easy yeah. for me to constantly talk to some talk to people. I I love talking to people, um, cool. and so it works out. But yeah, yeah. no, I'll I wouldn't I don't want to keep you too much longer. Uh, you know, we can do a follow up, and we can do another show later too. Uh, once you feel like you're more comfortable with your stream setup and everything and how your adventure is going. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I drank a lot of water, so I would normally be taking a break on my stream at this point. So maybe this is a good time. Yeah, to... good time to be up, cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Save for me. Save for me. I'm yeah. feeling that a little bit too. So we're, yeah, we're doing we're good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, real quick, let me make sure I put this in chat to a little shout out. Anyone that is watching this, and I'll put this in the YouTube video too. Please follow the, Chris, the real Crystal Mommy. Real. Yeah. Uh, when is your next stream? Do you have a plan next stream? What was that? I don't have a plan next stream right now. Um, I'm going to be doing that as soon as possible. Like, I just need to unpack and clean it up. But just to everyone out there, to my Discord people, I've been <laughs> so busy. But, like, I'm really yeah. making this a priority. So I will get, like, a schedule coming up very soon. But I, I, as of right now, I don't have a date for the next one. Well, I'm going to put your Twitter in here, too, and make yeah. sure He's that... Yeah, follow Amanda and go, uh, you know, she'll put updates there, surely, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll update on my Discord is probably the best way to know when I'm streaming. And I, I try to post on um, Twitter when I remember, um, but definitely Discord. There's a link on... Um, I'm finding it now. Let me see. Yeah, Invite it's here. In my link tree, it's on my Twitch. Uh, so Yeah, I'll put if, it in... If you, the chat there cool. we go Amazing. go ahead yeah Sorry. yeah i was gonna say yeah it's easy to find it's in the places yeah. where it would normally be <laughs> your link tree has everything so on your twitter if they go to your twitter they can hit the link tree and then they can find literally everything yeah it's all there uh yeah. but yeah it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh you know thank you everybody for coming and watch us we'll get it up on youtube uh hopefully in the next couple of days or so and so people can listen to it there as well um Amazing. but yeah all right well let's say bye wave bye and then we'll uh we'll cut it all right, see you guys. My princess wave. Crystal mommy wave. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh.